This is the EMG Podcast. This is the Music Matters Podcast. We are on episode three. Brian, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Mike? I am doing really, really, really well today. Ooh, I like the intro today. It's yeah. it's much more energetic. I think it's because our microphones are super hot. Super hot. Super yeah. hot. I love it. This is great. Uh, hey, everybody. This is a beautiful, beautiful... What's today? Thursday? Today is Thursday. Well, we, this might not air on a Thursday. No, they come out on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. But this is uh, a beautiful day. The sky is blue. The clouds are white. It's a nice thing. You know, just like every other day. But everybody, we're going to be speaking about how music is affected by the timeline of your reception. So this is going to focus basically on your reception today and what types of examples we can give you guys and how to maximize dancing and minimize... The sitting, right? Yeah. I would say that that's I pretty mean, much what that is. General facilitation of the timeline is is huge. You mm-hmm. know, you want to just have everything happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. So we can give some tips and tricks and and some insight professionally on right. on what works best. Yeah. So. And then we also have a. Uh, um, one of the other event hosts and band leaders of Cityscape, Mike Swalpole, posted a, an actual blog, and we'll post this on our on our uh, website too uh, for show notes, right? Okay. So you guys can access that from a different perspective too. But we're going to give our two cents on this. But basically, let, let's start out like this, Brian. How does a timeline affect the music being played at a wedding? I think it's it's major. Um, just a good timeline flows well if you if you properly you know, engineer the music to that timeline. So Mm -hmm. coming up with a timeline ahead of time works best because then as a band, you can pre-program what you're going to do, or at least have some sort of idea Mm -hmm. of what you're doing. And as a DJ, you know, I don't want to be building up the energy and all of a sudden you got to sit for first course. Yeah. A lot of the times too, it's like when you know how long you have for like, sorry, let me rephrase this. When you have a specific amount of time that you can work with Mm -hmm. for a dance set, that's going to help you game out those songs. Of course. Because I I know it when... You know, like a maitre d' will disappear and then they'll say five minutes all of a sudden and then you weren't planning on ending or if they give you five minutes and they don't show up and it's like 15 minutes. Right, yeah. I know songs that I'll play two songs before I know mm-hmm. we're going to sit somebody. Right. You know, I don't want to keep it going because I, I plan like four or five songs ahead of where I want to be. Mm-hmm. So if that timeline gets screwed up, it kind of throws me for a loop of being like, oh, now I got to get one more song to keep them there even though I was trying to bring them down a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So, Timeline's super important. I, I can't agree anymore with that. And so let's let's talk timeline with them for a little for actually with each other. Uh, let's give some examples of of timelines. So Brian, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm going to ask you your favorite after this, but let's start with the timeline from the minute they walk in. Okay, so I'll go with like a typical, mm-hmm. and this is um, this is the metropolitan area. Um, I've noticed outside of our area, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, that the timeline does change drastically. So I think. Um, not saying our area is the best, but I think they've really nailed it with this typical timeline. Yeah, there's a lot of trial and error here. Yeah, so I mean, ideally, uh, typical timeline would be you have your guests walking in, right? That takes about 10, 15 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. if you have 200 people, getting them from one one room to another takes time. Yeah. If there's stairs, you have elderly guests. You yeah. know, if you have to take an elevator, like yeah. you can't just be like, oh, you know, reception starts at eight o'clock at 8.05 introductions. It's no. impossible. And also, too, you, they're, they're, it's a party. So why are you going to rush people in like right? a like, fire drill? Exactly. Yeah, like, come and happen. sit down like yeah. now. And I mean, they have to take dinner orders and stuff like that. So, I mean, typical timeline. You have your guests walk in, they find their seats, dinner orders happen, yep. right? Mm-hmm. First formal thing that happens is going to be your introductions. Right. And this is if you're planning on doing 
everything, right? So you mm-hmm. have your introductions. After introductions, you go into your first dance. Typically, after your first dance, you would do your parent dances. Mm-hmm. Dance with dad, bride and dad, groom and mom. After mm-hmm. that, you sit down for first course. Boom, first course comes out. That's when you hit speeches. Mm-hmm. You want to do formal things. You want to pair them along with something. Like if you just did speeches randomly, people are going to be outside smoking at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, like if there's food in front of people, they're going to be in front of it. Yeah. Hit speeches there it, while you have a captive audience. Right. Especially in the beginning too, because they're already, they're still attentive. They haven't lost their, mm-hmm. you know, they're not in party mode, super party mode yet. And when you do it up front with somebody, like they're eating they're you know, people eat and watch TV all the time so they can eat and listen to the speech. Yeah. We, we call it losing control of the room. Yeah. You know, once you, once you let the leash off a dog, it's going to run. Mm-hmm. So it's the same way with people. So okay. following your speeches, right? Let people eat another couple minutes for first course. You get them up and dance them right That's away. Usually a good thirty to forty-five minute dance set before main course. Okay, so, so let's stop right there. What you just described is of, of a typical timeline is everything is done up front. All of the formalities are done up front. Correct. Right? Okay. Um, so following that, you know, you have a few other formalities to get to. After your first dance set, you sit down for first or main course. Mm-hmm. After main course, you dance again until cake or dessert. Yeah. So how long is main course usually? Ah, d- on a good venue. How, on a good venue. Yeah. That, that Twenty to twenty-five well. minutes. Just that, about. That's yeah. what I say. Thirty-five tops. If you want to give people an extra mm-hmm. five minutes to talk after yeah. eating, it's yep. not just like it's all. That, that's about reading the room too. Exactly. Like from our last podcast too. So if you, we can read the room, it depends on. Um, you know, I know you do this with me all the time. I do this with Mike. It's like, should we get him up now? Mm-hmm. You know, we always ask that question. <laughs> yeah. You know, get them up like, now. Are they ready? Yeah. Or are they, are they talking? ready? Exactly. You know, then following that, you know, you do your dessert, cake cutting ceremony, um, pair that along with bouquet garter if you're yeah. doing it. And then after that, the rest of the night is yours. Yep. No more formalities, but it also provides in that typical timeline, provides a natural break for people at certain times. Like, yeah. I love music. This is what I do. Right. I can't dance for four hours straight. I can't do it. You know, I need to go to the bar and get a drink. I need to go to the bathroom. I want to talk to people at weddings. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that timeline, and this goes into, you know, my favorite, I feel like it just works because right. it just, it, there's natural breaks in between, there's good music in between, and it's, right. that's kind of how we do it. So now I know on a band, you guys like to just start off right off the bat. Well, right? there, like, yeah, so it de- like, also depends on the venue too. So from a live music sense, we try to follow the same type of timeline as, as DJs as well, mm-hmm. do everything up front. But what we have found that's been a lot of fun is spacing out those formalities with the parent dances. So what we'll do is we'll bring you in for introductions. And then once we finish that, we go right into your first dance. After that first dance, we'll get you guys up and running for about 10 to 12 minutes for a quick dance set to let people know that it's time to party. Then after that dance set, we'll sit them down for first course and then go into speeches. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a dance set up front. And then during first course after or after those speeches, we can do the parent dances then. Or after the first big dance set during dinner, we can do the parent dances as well. It just depends on what type of customization you have gotcha. for what, regarding that timeline. And then what I wanted to kind of go off of what you said before so bef- uh, that big dance set before dinner is anywhere between 35 and 45 minutes. Yep. Then you have dinner. After dinner, we have another dance set, which is the same thing, about 30 to 35 minutes. It's a little bit of a Ish. shorter thing because we want to get to dessert. And the reason why dessert is shortening that second dance set is because most of the time photographers don't stay till the end of the reception. Mm-hmm. So they have to get those pictures in with the cake cutting and all of those other formalities before they leave. So keep that in mind with your photographers. Ask that question, Are you? what time are you leaving? Uh, my photographer for my wedding that's going to be happening in November is staying the entire time. So I'm able to actually 
space those formalities out and really make those second and third dance sets really big. And then after, you know, we read in the room, right? So that formality of a dessert, we can either sit you down or dance you right through it. But basically, if we sit you down for dessert, we'll do the last hour of a crazy dance set. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's also dependent on how the food service is, right? So, I mean, it's completely different with having a plated meal, um, buffet style, or like a cocktail style reception, right? So, to break those down, cocktail style reception is when there's really no formal plated meal, right? It's just food constantly the entire time. It's just kind of like a backyard vibe, right? Right. So there's that. Um, your plated meal, obviously, is first course, main course. Um, sit down and eat. That's what I mean by a, a plated meal. Mm-hmm. Um, another time, too, is uh, some things they do, they'll do like a plated first course where it's already preset. I love that. So when guests walk in the room, first course is already on the table. Yep. So that frees up some dancing time, too. Mm-hmm. So it all really, I mean, us as entertainment, we go into somebody else's house. You know, it's their house rules. So yep. we got to follow the flow of food but we want to do it naturally. So there's no, you know, roller coasters aren't just up and down. Right. You know, it's a smooth up and down. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do through music based on the timeline. Right. And if we, so. and if the timeline is, is strictly laid out for us, obviously with some give or take on, on the front end or the back end of it, mm-hmm. the dancing is going to be maximized and sure. that's where it's really well. And that's why our planning process is th- so thorough and you want to make sure with your entertainment company that you guys are both on the same page and that your entertainment company is on the same page as the house, as, as the, the venue. venue. Of course. Super important. Now, when we're talking about timeline, it also affects, well, it doesn't affect, but it's affected by the time of year and also the, the day of the week. True. I mean, there's a there's a huge psychological aspect of, of what we do through music. Um, I'll kind of break down... The easiest one for me to break down is a Friday wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And this could be completely different, but typically, right, Friday weddings, your guests have to leave work early because yep. you're probably starting around five, six o'clock. Yep. You know, you don't want to go too late no. because it's a Friday. Yep. People worked all week. They're going to be tired at midnight. Yeah. So typically what happens is guests leave work a bit early. They go home. They have to get into a suit, get into a dress, drive to a venue. In that drive, you're going to get in an argument with your significant other. <laughs> like, every hands time. Hands down, whether you forgot the card yeah. or Did whatever. Did you sign it? Exactly. Did you sign it right? for me? <laughs> right? So that happens no matter what. So you show up, you got to sit through a ceremony. Yeah. Right? You sit through a ceremony. You have to. Formalities. I get it. Listen, that's the reason why they're there. <laughs> Very true. Uh, no, it's, not the, it's not the free booze and yeah. food. Yeah. All right. Um, and then you got to go to cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. Cocktail hour is su- super important with Friday weddings because the first time people have a chance to do nothing. Yeah. Right? So then translating into the reception, people can come in hot and ready to go, or they still might need that time to just like decompress, breathe for a (laughs) little bit, you know, so, or sometimes people come in and this is reading the room, you know, some people come in hot and ready to go and you're like, yeah, all right, we're going to knock these guys out right off the bat. Yep. So it's all kind of dependent. That's kind of how that, or even if, if you had an outside ceremony, if it's hot out, you know, the sun drains people. These are things to think about. Yeah. And we all and, and uh, entertainment companies consider all of those all of those uh, those aspects when it comes to the timeline, because it's it's really what affects the how well your party is going to be. It's just timeline is everything, and we have to make sure that we know it. Everything is upfront. Everything is organized, and we understand it before going to do it yeah. because if we're just doing it off the cuff, it's not going to be, um, That's you're organic not, or natural. Yeah, you're not exploiting the advantages of planning and having that game plan. So yeah. let's get into, uh, when we have these, these three main dance sets, right? Mm-hmm. You have the one right before dinner, the one after dinner and the one after dessert. What type of music are you going through 
and choosing for these dance sets. And let's let's use it as like a Saturday wedding, okay? Okay. So like, we're going to say it's like Saturday genre wedding, placement? Genre, genre placement. So what okay. are you doing in that first dance set? It all depends, really. Yeah. It depends on, it goes back to reading the room and yeah. seeing what, I mean, to give an example, I'll mm-hmm. use a typical wedding song, right? Correct. Like yeah, let's the classic. Use the classic. Um, September s- is really good. Right, that's always good. But think about a song like Sweet Caroline, mm-hmm. right? Sweet Caroline is, no matter what, when you play the song, this is what happens. The dance floor separates, everybody gets into a circle, they sway back and forth, they mm-hmm. scream the words, and the bride and groom are in the middle. It just happens. Yeah. That's what happens when yeah. you play Sweet Caroline. Yep. If you play Sweet Caroline in your first dance set, sure, people are going to do exactly that. But if you wait and do it towards the end of the night, like in your last dance set, it's a completely same people, same song, Mm -hmm. same venue, different time. It's a completely different song because now alcohol takes effect. (laughs) Um, You're you're boozed up. It's completely different. So that just shows how, you know, just the same song in the same people, same Mm -hmm. place at a different point in time is so much different. So. It kind of all depends. I mean, you don't want to like start slow for the older people and then the yeah. younger guests. Like, it's really a mix, but it's all dependent on yeah. where. I mean, for instance, house music. House music is an end of the night kind of thing. Yep, house music, you big know, time. You don't start off with house music. No, uh, it's, it's not because then, then you're ostracizing people off the dance floor. Exactly. And unfortunately, in this metropolitan area, a lot of wedding DJs or have a bad connotation of just playing house music. <laughs> So um, we always get those questions a lot. We always try to push that stuff. The sing-alongs, we try to push towards the end as well. It's more effective. I think the biggest energy is on that second because everybody you've gotten gotten familiar with them and they've gotten familiar with you. That first dance to me is playing all those classics, whether it's modern music or older music. Mm-hmm. I mean, a nice mix between the two and letting people know that it's it's time to party. I think yeah. it's great. And and putting that music in the in this correct placement makes or breaks the party sure and, and that's all based on the time setting the pace too with yeah. the first set you know mm-hmm. this the last set is your closing out mm-hmm. and then the middle set like personally i love the set right after dinner same like it's that's where i mean 90 percent of the time that's where i throw my bangers you know yeah. that's where i got them warmed up and ready you know when you when you drag race a car you got to heat up the tires first oh yeah i know? love it i love so it that's that's pretty much so it. brian let's do this we're going to get to the tip of the week for us <laughs> And I have some music for us this time. I'm super pumped. So based upon this timeline and all this musical genre stuff, right? Give them a tip. Advice. Uh, Piece of advice. I have mine. I'm ready to go. A tip when it comes to timeline. Um, Plan your timeline out and uh, talk to your vendors about how to... uh, how to make it flow nice and nice and smooth. Yeah, when it comes to music selection, it's all about coordination. That's me. Coordination. Coordinate with everybody. Coordinate with your musical entertainment, just like Brian said, also with your vendors, like your photographers mm-hmm. and your videographers. But most importantly, you need to follow the food and make sure the food is placed in the right spot and you, that your entertainment vendor knows where it is with that particular venue. Yep. I, I think you nailed it. Oh, yeah, baby. So that is it. We have gotten episode three out. This is the Music Matters podcast. We are talking about timeline, and hope you guys learned something today. And Brian, let's hit him with it. Stay tuned. Wait, what are we talking about next week? You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.